Hello, I'm Bob from Actionistas, and today I'm speaking with David McQueen. David is a professional speaker and communicator who talks to businesses around the world about how they can develop leadership and improve presentation skills. David, welcome. So, speaking and presenting. Yes. Interesting. How did you get into that? Um, so, I started speaking when I was in church uh, many years ago when I was a little lad. And I always enjoyed making either people smile, laugh, or think about things. Uh, and as I got older, I realized I did it in college. And then when I got into the world of business, I realized that um, I could use the same skill to motivate people, but also to educate. And um, I realized about 15 years ago that I could do it as a business rather than working for other people. And I've been doing that ever since. Great. Great. So really a natural progression built on your own experience. Yes, indeed. Excuse me. <coughs> okay. Um, so given your background, where are you now in, in your business? Where's your business at now? So we are, I, I like to use the term international <laughs> in that we are a small group founded by myself and my wife and we have a couple of associates those are other trainers and coaches who work with us but we get to do a lot of stuff around the world um and um we recently this year i've been in north america and in europe and in australia and so we get to travel quite a bit around the world being able to do this as well as obviously being able to do it online and we're really looking to grow it even more over the next couple of years but um, yeah, really enjoying it. It's, it's doing well. It's growing organically. We do not want it to grow too fast, but we enjoy working with a number of large corporates as well as small professionals as well, helping them to be good communicators and speakers as well. Yeah, a lot of companies do get their core messages wrong, don't they? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. And, and, and part of our remit is how do we challenge individuals uh, around being consistent about that messaging? Uh, and also being quite honest about it as well. Of course. So I suppose your your development into this business was really what, um, it, it was just a natural thing to, to start a business doing this. Yes, yeah. No, definitely. I think we, again, my, my original career was, in a, I was as an accountant, um, I, primarily because I just wanted to know how the hell to manage business and money better. I, I went into IT and I did a lot of stuff around development and systems. But in both of those careers, I realized quite a large part of my work as well was about how do I get people to communicate or understand things better? And so it emerged out of that and then realizing that there were lots of other organizations who um, needed a similar skill or needed to be able to understand how to communicate better. Because obviously, you know, businesses are built around people. Um, I decided with my wife that it would be a really good idea to try and see if we could test the waters and run it for ourselves. And, um, and here we are, 15 years later, um, still doing the same thing and totally enjoying it. If you'd gone to prison for armed robbery, you'd probably be out by now. I would have. I would have. <laughs> <laughs> and with a strong story to tell. Uh, but I stayed out of trouble with better stories. So, yes, definitely. Yeah. So, given your, um, that your, your business has developed in the way it has and it's successful and you're attracting... Um, clients, I'll, you said international, I'll say globally, yes. um, to give you that extra little boost. Um, 
what what do you what do you think that is there a single decision that's contributed to your success? Um, no, I think there are. I think there are lots of little ones. Um, I think that there have been things such as being confident in my product and what it is that I am actually selling. Um, I think you know there have been slight iterations along the way, slight pivots to make sure that although I had in my mind what clients wanted, often speaking to clients, getting some clarity about what they specifically wanted was slightly different. Um, I also think it is about persistence and perseverance and making sure that, you know, when you are putting your mind to something, you're going to get knockbacks. There are going to be some days where you, um, your mojo might be a bit low, but it's, it's looking at the bigger pictures to why you do it in the first place. And, you know, have, having a strong business model around it as well. Lots of people going into business, not recognizing that things like cash flow, um, having systems and processes in place are really what make you be sustainable. So all those things and having a knowledge of all those things have helped towards the actual success. So I'd say it's a number of small things that combine to make the, the bigger things successful. Yes, Black & Decker um, used to think once upon a long time ago that they were in the business of selling drills. Yes. And yeah. when they examined the core elements of their business, what they realized was that they were in the business of selling equipment for people to make holes. Well, there you go. And people would make holes because they were doing something with them. And yes. that enabled Black & Decker to expand their product range. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's, yeah. So that's, that's kind of how business develops, isn't it? But you've got yes. to look at your business. Yes, indeed. And I think it's... it's um, uh, it's recognizing that whilst you may come to to solve a specific pain point, sometimes what you may necessarily see as the pain is not exactly what another person saw. So it's just being aware of that. Yeah, and it's understanding your customer's pain as well. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Um, so apart from you and your team, what could your business not survive without? Money. <laughs> <laughs> yes definitely, definitely money. apart from me and my team mm, i think i think it, again i think it comes back to the systems and processes so if you remove myself and my team away from it i still think the business could run if somebody else came in to pick it up because we have a specific right although we may bring our personalities in the way that we do things we have a specific set of programs and we have systems and processes that allow that those programs to to run. So how I learned that is there was a book called um, the E Myth, and what the author did. His name's gone from me right now, but what the author really highlighted and I thought was brilliant. He said, you know, if you look at organisations like McDonald's or any of the other really huge franchises, if you take away the the key personnel that are there, they still have systems and processes so that no matter what McDonald's you go into around the world. The same processes are done regardless. So take away the people um, and, and my team. But take another group of people, come in, give them the same kind of processes and, and get them to do it. And, and I think that the business can survive. Okay. Have you seen the film The Founder? Uh, no, I haven't. I've heard of it, but I haven't. Is that the one with Ray Kroc from McDonald's? It is, yeah. It is. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it, but I have heard of it. I'm halfway through watching that at the moment. 
Okay. I'm ha- I'm halfway through watching a lot of things, but yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You, you suddenly you're watching a film and you suddenly think, oh, actually, there's something I haven't done. You yes. put it on pause, and then two hours later, you come back. It's too late to watch the film, but you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, he he was he, the original concept for McDonald's was entirely around um, developing processes that people could follow and that worked smoothly together. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what you've developed. Yes, indeed, indeed. Yeah. Okay. So have you ever received a mind-changing piece of advice? Mind-changing? Or something that's had considerable impact? Um, I think uh, the, the bits that have had, for me, that had a considerable impact was, you know, always be learning. Um, and definitely always be learning and get a very good lawyer. That has been, that has been <laughs> one of the best bits of advice I have. And, and I can say this year, having um, uh, taken on board a lawyer who has allowed me to challenge a number of the larger corporates who I go to who have tried to challenge me around my IP, the stuff that I bring, and, and I will share on stage, they want to take ownership of that. And having a really good lawyer in place who have gone up against some of the really, I've worked with some really big banks and corporates this year, and they've sent me contracts, and my lawyer has just said, nope, that's not the way we do business, uh, no matter how big you are, and we've sent that through. I can say hand on heart, that is, although there have been other bits of advice around mindset and processes, having a really good lawyer to make sure that your company stays strong and stays within the law and obviously it gives you a really good bargaining or negotiation position has been a big deal as well. I think that has been for, for us, especially this year, that has been, um, that has shifted the, the way we see things in a big way. Yeah. I, the, it's unfortunate. There's an, an awful lot of, um, IP grabbing going on. Yes. And, um, because companies forget about the personalities involved and the way that things are delivered. They yes. just say, well, if we grab all this stuff, we can just give it to somebody we pay 25000 a year to. Yes. And they can do it for us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't work that way anyway. No, so no. It's usually disappointing. Yes. Um, so if you, could, if you could go back to the beginning of your business when you were fledgling um, and could give yourself two pieces of advice, what would they be and why? Um, oh, if I could go back. Uh, I think the first thing would be, was that, um, be prepared that the, the beginning is going to be a lot of hard work. Okay. Um, because I think that there, often you will hear things about hard work, but you don't realize how much you actually will put in emotionally as well as physically in order to be able to get things done. And, and, and there will be people who will let you down along the way. Um, and again, I think the second thing for me is just getting a real understanding of the whole concept of cash flow and financing, because I, I would say more than anything else, and I've done some advice for a lot of smaller businesses, is just recognizing that you've got to be able to manage your cash properly, because if you don't, you know, especially when you've got, clients who are saying to you that they're going to take 90 days to pay and all that kind of nonsense. Um, that stuff, you really have got to be on top of it, knowing how you can pay yourself and your staff. Um, but yeah, definitely about cash flow. Um, and, and, and secondly, the one just understanding how much work is going to be needed in order for it to be successful. 
Yeah, you don't, you're not quite prepared for the 18-hour days, are you? No. No. Every day. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What does a day off look like? Don't know. Haven't had one for a long time. Yeah, yeah. It's always unexpected. And it's quite sad, I think, to see when a lot of people, about 10 years ago, a lot of people were taking early redundancy um, because companies were downsizing as a result of the crash. Yes, yeah, yeah. And they were setting themselves up in business and yes. expecting to work nine till five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it doesn't work like that. And it just doesn't work like that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You've, you've got to have the true entrepreneurial spirit to, to push forward a business from scratch. Yes. Yes, indeed. So what sort of future do you think, or do you, in, in your belief, um, are we building for the next generations? Um, always, oh, I think it's a tricky one. Uh, and, and the reason being is because, you know, since I started my business, technology has changed so much. Um, you know, I think of how expensive it was to advertise what it is that I do or colleagues of mine did in this space. Now, you know, you can effectively do it almost for free using social media platforms. Um, I think a lot of technology around automation and around the way that robots can do stuff will affect the way uh, about our human interaction. But I do think the basics will stay the same. In terms of legacy, I think the basics will stay the same. Know who your specific customer is. Um, find out how you can specifically satisfy their needs or their pain points. And then being able to find individuals or products or services around to be able to satisfy that need and do it really effectively. Okay. Do you think, um, as an aside, do you think that because so many things are possible either for free as you just mentioned mm. or at very low cost because mm. of the development of online services yeah. but there's a general trend towards expecting the cheap oh definitely definitely now i think now that so many so much stuff is is free or cheaper people will expect things to happen um and they will be looking for ways to get it as inexpensive or as free as possible yeah, and, and that's sometimes at the, at the cost of quality, I think. Yes. Definitely. Well, very, actually, usually at the cost of quality. Yes. Yeah. So, and it's, so it's, difficult to maintain, um, it's difficult to maintain very high standards that you, you set yourself um, in the face of people constantly trying to drive the price down. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you, speaking of social media and online, if you had one thought-provoking message or, say, as a meme on Instagram aimed at someone who's planning to start their business tomorrow, yes. do you have anything? Know who your customer is. That would be the, the main thing. I think a lot of people assume because they have a product or a service that people will want to buy. I do a lot of work helping people to pitch for funding. And very often, you know, I ask people, you know, do they know who the actual buyer is going to be? Who's the person that's going to be able to buy that product? And people get really excited more about the product than they are specifically about the customer. And so I think it's important to know who that customer is to get you going. And then by all means, you can, um, you can, get, that, you can get that customer to get on board with the product, but know who that customer is. So first, first and foremost, know who your customer is. Absolutely, um, absolutely on track because um, I'm sure you've watched Dragon's Den. Yes. 
uh, I would guess that you're quite a fan of that program or have been in the past. In the past, in the past. I think it's yeah. lost this kind of Yes, yeah, so do I. Yeah. So yes. do I. I'm not watching the current series or the last series. Um, but uh, I do remember a chap being on there, uh, being asked by Duncan Bannatyne, so that's going back some time, um, you know, who who are you going to sell these to? And I can't even remember what his product was. And he said, well, there are 20 million homes in the UK. Everyone, yeah. will, need, everyone will need at least one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, okay, all right then. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but definitely, definitely knowing your customer. That, I think that's incredibly key, knowing who that person or persons are. Um, and, and, and once you know them, you know exactly whether or not they will buy from you and why they will want to buy from you as well. Important message. Yes. I don't have anything to ask. I'm 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 completely out of questions now. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> that is fine. So I suppose my question is is what that if I can flip one out to you is with uh, obviously the the questions that we've had and the platform that you have. What is it specifically that you think your biggest issue is? What would you love to see most come out of the actual platform that you have? Um, that's I I'm not part of the vision element. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll answer that truthfully. Uh, yeah. I'm. Uh, I don't. St I don't actually steer anything in this business. Okay. Okay. Um, I do a lot of grunt. Mm -hmm. I do. A I do a lot of research. Yes. Um, and um, I speak to people occasionally. You're the yeah. second person I've spoken to in the last probably two weeks. Okay. I don't, I'm uh, I'm very much backroom. Okay. And what and and from the backroom what what do you think you bring to the table because there's obviously something of value that you bring. What do you think you bring to the table? Um well, let's see. Uh organization, um process, mm -hmm. uh process development and um a really deep-seated understanding of people okay and i and i think i i always say to it to individuals that no matter how great the actual product is if you don't understand people you've already lost so yeah. i think that's incredibly valuable and um you know whilst primarily a lot of my stuff is done around people will see me primarily as that speaker uh, and that facilitator doing workshop i love the one-to-one -one stuff because you get to meet people and understand exactly how they tick Sure. And how they tick can really shape how that organization will either rise or fall. So, so hearing that, yes, that's, that's, I think that's incredibly important. A lot of people don't understand how important that is. Well, I, um, I frequently, well, I say frequently, I have been presented in the past with photographs of people mm. and have been asked what they're like. Yes. And what makes them tick. Mm-mm. And I have a 96% accuracy rate. Wow. Wow, wow. From just from the photos? Just from the photographs. I can't do it with video. Wow. That's a gift. It's a curse. <laughs> because... If you see anybody, you can't trust them. You're like, okay, I don't... I see you and I don't like you. I see you and I know where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow, wow. So that was developed over many years. Mm -hmm. Powerful. Powerful. 
yeah well you know everybody everybody has a skill everybody has something in them that's innate yeah, 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 yeah. mine unfortunately is uncomfortable for a lot of people it's, it's good it's good it's, it's it's what you have and it's it's what you work with isn't it so well you have to work with what you have yes indeed yeah david okay I'm you've been a, you've been a pleasure okay thank you very much thank you very much for your time no have worries. a good day thank you as well bye now thank you bye-bye bye, -bye. bye.